back to live updates, baby. Thank you very much, Yang. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports uh, update. We knew Bryce Harper was going to get paid lots. We didn't know how long the deal was going to be. It's a doozy. Harper's deal, $330 million, 13 years, and the 26-year-old didn't want an opt-out clause included. Harper's deal, a new record in terms of money, topping Giancarlo Stanton's $325 million deal. The new contract is going to pay him $25.3 million per season, Gabe. And in 1992, when Harper was born, the highest-played payer was Bobby Badia at $6.1 million per season. How times have changed. Harper won a baseball yeah, that work out for the Mets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're still paying. 279, 388, and 512 uh, slash numbers for Harper. 184 dingers, 524 RBIs in 927 games in seven years. Crazy offseason for the Phillies. They signed Andrew McCutcheon, reliever David Robinson. That's a good signing. JT Real Muto, very nice. And Gene Segura as well. The latest odds we talk about the Phillies in the East, plus 185. We talked about the, the NL uh, odds here. Dodgers, the favorite, plus 360. Phillies, 5-1. to one. Cubs, 6. Milwaukee and St. Louis, plus 750. Atlanta, plus 850. Washington, 9-1. to one. Rockies, 12-1. to one. Now, Phillies odds with Harper also. 2001 regular season wins. Uh, up 88.5, now 89.5. So one game there. Will this team make the playoffs? Yes, plus 120. No, minus 140. I might take that game. Minus 140 on no. Phillies not so making he, the playoffs. He had an impact. He had he had an impact of uh, one game. You're saying on the win total? Yep, just one. Yep, from uh, 88 and a half to 89 and a half. Now, will this team make the playoffs? Yes, plus 120, no 140, and at the home run total, 34 and a half. Now with that ballpark up to 36 and a half, moving from Washington to Philadelphia. So his over under for home runs 36 and a half. He's got to hit 37 to go over. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. But uh, I'm thinking about that no at minus 140. It looks very very intriguing to me. I think I might pull the trigger. Kyler Murray, a good day for him. Uh, huge buzz at the combine. Good news. 5'10.1, 207 pounds. He's put on a little bit of weight. Also, the hands bigger at 9.5 inches, bigger than Mitchell Trubisky, Baker Mayfield. Murray also telling teams this guy is going to work out at Oklahoma Sooner Pro Day. That's slated for March 13th. The NFL announced today concussions on the decline down 25%. Jason Witten leaving the broadcast booth. We know that veteran tight end back to football with the Dallas Cowboys. He's 37 game, and I got some odds for you. That's Who will replace Jason Witten? Who will replace Jason Witten? Let's go through the numbers. Peyton Manning, the favorite, two. Two to one. Lewis Riddick plus two twenty-five. Greg Olson, the Sasquatch, plus three fifty. Kurt Warner, six to one. Hasselbeck, nine to one. Randy Moss, a smooth fourteen. Boomer, Asiasin, eighteen to one. Steve Young, eighteen. Tim Tebow, thirty-three. And Big Pooch, John Madden, a hundred to one for John Madden. <laughs> you want a big? Uh, you want a uh, nice underdog bet on this? Your guy. We're gonna we're gonna get the ball. What do you say? We'll take the ball and we're gonna score. Yeah. You know what? Hasselbeck feels like a, the the guy to join that Monday night crew. Yeah, we're gonna get the ball. And we're yeah. gonna score. Pick six Packers. Hasselbeck that's, nine that's, to one. That, that's my prediction. That that's my prediction. prediction it's gonna actually. be Hasselbeck. Good prediction. Been, New England dude, Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah. He's put in. Listen, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. All right. You just mentioned a couple of guys. They're not putting another black guy in there. They're, they they won't. Like they won't be. Yeah, there won't be two. There won't be two brothers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's TV, right? Like, look, they had Jason Witt. They're going to replace him with another sort of goofy white guy. And <laughs> I think, listen, uh, Hasselbeck, why I say this is because he's worked hard. You know what I mean? Dude, he does all those shows with Trey Wingo. He like he's basically yeah, he's always in. He's either at he's either in Connecticut all the time doing their hits. Or he's on the Monday night crew before the game and stuff on the, on the field, on the panel. 
He's put the work in. Steve Young's turned it down. Peyton Manning's not going to do it. Um, he's too rich. He doesn't. Yeah, it's just it's a pain in the ass for. Him. He's too rich. Um, I'm telling you, Hasselbeck. That's my guess. That's my that's my Gabe prediction. Says, Matt Hasselbeck. Hassel. Hasselbeck, 9-1. to one. Hey, Gabe, we got some NBA news, too. Uh, some lines for tonight. We'll go over them with Ricky Sanders, some DFS with me and Gabe, some picks. But Golden State, four on the road to Orlando there, and Kevin Durant out. And Marvin Bagley Jr. out one to two weeks with a sprain for Sacramento. That's bad news there, too. Lots of top 25 action we'll get to. And the NHL board as well. Stick around, everybody. The DFS betting hour coming up. we got big man on campus, Ricky Sanders. Gabe and I will give you picks. Hopefully they win, too. Stay tuned, everybody. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Level 3 has begun. Game Time Decisions, Ready Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Lineup Lock Live, the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, we jump in, we talk DFS, we talk best bets. We've got a couple of guests uh, joining us. Ricky Sanders will join us in a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll talk NBA, DFS. We'll talk about the Major League Baseball uh, scene uh, with Bryce Harper. What's his take? Uh, Ricky's a big baseball fantasy guy, DFS guy, but a big baseball uh, fan. And I know Ricky's actually bet on uh, baseball before, and uh, he was uh, complaining about bullpens. So I told him, I remember... He was in Vegas, and he's, he, goes, he goes, I'm a DFS guy. Normally, in bullpens, I don't care when they melt down. Right? Like, he was betting. I said, welcome to the betting world, Ricky. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly, man. No, trust me. You you have the Bob Wickman remnants, me and Raphael Betancourt. That guy's cost us paychecks over the years. So, honestly, guys, you're betting baseball this year. The ups no one ever takes a baseball season. Can. Yeah, exactly. You don't take a closer in DFS. So it was funny. He goes, normally I like the, the, the meltdowns because I'm getting runs, right, like DFS. <laughs> but he's like, I was in Vegas and I didn't like it. It was funny. I told him, yeah, welcome to, welcome to being a better. Uh, and I told him that's why you got five inning uh, lines. Um, so, yeah, we got some basketball. We got basketball going off the board, actually, too, at 630, as Cam alluded to. Uh, Chris Mullen and St. John's uh, hosting Xavier. And, you know, listen, St. John's are in the tournament now. I remember Tommy used to call us, what do you think? Are they going to get in? Are they going to get in? What's going on? They're in. And, uh, yeah, they've won enough. They've, they they beat, they play well against good teams. These are the type they of games they normally slip up in. But I don't think they slip up tonight. I think they're going to get it done tonight. And it's a serious revenge spot, dude. Xavier have beaten them seven straight times. <laughs> seven straight times, Cam. Right? So... Yeah. This I love is, this is serious think, revenge. Like you know, like they, yeah. they're having a good year. Xavier is not having a good year. Like you know, come on, St. John's. It's like the like the Drew Dickmeyer says. Nobody beats the uh, nobody beats the storm. I was going to call him the Rebman. Nobody beats the storm eight <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> like, exactly. St. John's gets this game done. Kevin, I'm going to money line parlay them with Michigan. Michigan's beating you know Nebraska tonight. I am doing the exact. I was looking. I was going to actually wait for a hockey game. This one's going to win. Do my hockey dance. Yeah, no, I, actually, it will win. And I'm, I'm just going on my it's site like minus here. Minus one thirty-two, buddy. Minus if I turn like literally, Gabe. Remember, I told you I had one hundred and fifteen dollars. I had seventeen dollars and ten cents, and I turned got over like a hundred again. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a great story. Like I remember, I told you the story with the guy at the Windsor Casino turning five dollars into five grand. I'm not going to do that, but. 17.10 into like 500, and then we start from there. It's going to be a great, great novel, buddy. I can't wait. Positivity. I like that parlay a lot. Yeah, I like it. 
I went uh, after losing. What the hell did I lose? Oh, I, for some reason, while we were together at Wild Wing last week, uh, I, put, I didn't have much of an account because after this Friday night uh, debacle, I literally I had like 90 bucks. That's it. I had 90 bucks left at Bookmaker. I wanted to get a pay safe card. I didn't. I was hungover, blah, blah, you know, the drill. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. So, Cam, I was down to my last bet at Bookmaker. It was the last bet. It was $30 on the New York Islanders against the Canucks. And now I they stand won. at 87. So, like, you're close. Grinding. Let's build this up. You're grinding. To be honest, whatever. I'm going to go to the FanDuel Sportsbook this weekend and bet real money. But I'm trying to build this up, too. I'm not giving up on this account. St. John's Michigan Parlay. Get it done. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yank's feeling all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yank's feeling too good myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game <laughs> 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 time decision. Red Heat Rage Radio, line up block live. Let's jump uh, right in uh, with uh, Ricky Sanders, who, of course, crushed it 150 uh, 50 dimes. Uh, 50K. And we talked about the lineup and everything, but one thing I didn't ask you, Ricky, how many points did you end up with, actually? Well, how many points won that? I think it was 370. I think that's what it was. Oh, God. What do you normally get? Like, what's your ballpark? Like, what's like, you know, like, what's, you know, what's, what's your sort of average standard? Like, are you, like, routinely in, like, the 350s type thing or 340s? Like, what sort of your, you know, your, the ballpark? It depends on the night. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are nights where, like everyone else, I, I end up in the 240s, and then there are other nights where yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's much higher. So it, it depends on the night, and there are also a lot of nights where there's, like, chalk that, you know, is horrible. And yeah, well, exactly. You know, exactly, Ricky. You know what? Like, the other night, dude, like, it's funny how betting and DFS can come into play here, but it was Monday night, I think. It might have been two. Well, I think it was Monday. Which was the night? Was there eleven games when we spoke on Monday? Yes, I think it was Monday. Was a big one. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. earlier in the week, guys, the overs. There was eleven games. It went ten and one to the over. Right. So, like, yeah, the score is going to be higher. But I just bring it up because I, you know, I, I keep on coming in with the same type of ballpark type thing. You know, two ninety, three ten. And it's a good team. You know what I mean? I'm looking. I'm like, man, that guy was valued. That guy was valued. Like, I'm not, like, below five anywhere, and it's it's not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, even last night, I had, like, 312 or something. I was into money for a while. No. By the end, zeros. Okay, let's spin, though. Um, I made a prediction. I'm going to ask you, Ricky. I say the Washington Nationals are going to win this division now. Even Everyone's giving up on them. Ooh, Harper's gone, and, you know. Trey Turner's a stud. Taylor, they're pitching. Their their lineup is strong. What's your what's your take on this division? Uh, Bryce Harper, 
Um, just everything uh, rolled into one here. What's your take on all this today? That division, there's been a ton of movement in that division, like other than just this Bryce Harper deal. Uh, I mean, the Nationals have made a fair share of moves themselves. I know they, they acquired uh, I know the Mets have, have taken on some, some new contracts. Jed Lowry has been about three other ones. So that's going to be a competitive division. Robinson Cano, yeah. Yeah, Cano, exactly. I, I think looking at that Phillies lineup when someone posted it today, they're the favorite, but it's because of today's news. I don't want to overthink this one because obviously there's still a ton of talent left in the Nationals, especially in their rotation, but it's just really hard to overlook a lineup where like Michael Franco is going to hit like seven uh, with a ton of protection yeah. around him. It, that lineup looks awfully juicy. Yep, yep. Well, I can't. Yeah, we went we went through it earlier. It is it is a, a fat lineup. All right. Uh, so, NBA basketball uh, this evening. Um, Kevin Durant is out uh, tonight. So, I, I, I mean, listen. Steph Curry's probably going to be pretty public talk tonight as it is. But does he become a must play, or how do you handle the Golden State Warrior situation tonight? Uh, now that uh, with no Kevin Durant tonight, do you go with a Curry? Do you go with a Thompson? Or do you just stand? How, how do you approach this? I think my favorite play on this team is Clay Thompson because he's the one who I have faith in the minutes. And if you were just watching, you know, what Steph Kerr or Steve Kerr was saying, excuse me, in the last like 10 minutes, he said that everyone's active is going to play tonight. So that to me, looking at their roster means they're running an 11, 12 man rotation. It looks like they're going to have 12 men healthy, which the front court's going to get messy. Like even with the news that Durant is out, we didn't move Draymond Green in terms of minutes. Uh, I still think Steph Curry's fine, but the problem is he's priced up in that like 9K, 10K range, and you basically have to pay for Russell Westbrook tonight. Like, I, I mean, if I made a million teams tonight, Russell Westbrook would be on all a million because if you remember back a few years ago when when Kevin Durant was out, I mean, this guy was a 30-point triple-double every single night. He got to like 14,000. He was kind of like hard earlier this year without Chris Paul. So that's my priority if that means I'm not going to get Steph Curry, that's fine. I mean, Clay Thompson has been a pretty consistent 40 fantasy points without Kevin Durant. Ricky, I got to ask like you about he, Utah. I like, I, like, I like where he's going too. No, Ricky's he, he's a smart guy, Gabe. Any guy with 50k, I'm listening. What about the Utah Jazz? No Rubio tonight, and my old YMCA buddy Joe Ingles. He's uh, five thousand <laughs> bucks tonight. Very, very. He just looks like a guy you'd see down at the Y, just crushing you with threes. 33, 37, 39. He's been consistently strong, Ricky, for Utah tonight, and uh, that price seems really nice for a guy with great production. Yeah, a few weeks ago, we saw J.J. Redick, who's, who's a shooter, could go pretty crazy against this team. The problem with Ingles is that the price is already up to 5K. Like, in some of these other situations where Rubio is sat, he was slightly lower, so there was more upside, and he's just not usually a high-ceiling guy. Now, there's more ball-handling responsibility available to him without, you know, both Exum and Neto, but... Royce O'Neal has really been the backup ball handler there. And I Good think call. He, he doesn't have similar upside, but he is so much cheaper than Joe Ingles that I think a lot of people are going to go in the mid-tier tonight. But, you know, you really do need Russell Westbrook. And if you want to build a, a stable roster around him, I feel much better about, you know, Royce O'Neal comparatively to his price because – He's the, the secondary ball handler. He's going to play mid the mid-30s. And, you know, if it's that versus Joe Ingles, give me the cheaper guy. Uh, Ricky Sanders uh, with us. Um, 
what what pardon the pun and i didn't even mean this but uh, i was going to say what's the love with kevin love uh, tonight why is kevin love the absolute must play of the night tonight <laughs> well you know i appreciate the puns always <laughs> yeah, yeah <exactly. laughs> i mean this Knicks team is just not good defensively not good against power forwards 26 in defensive efficiency and kevin love's minutes have risen now in four consecutive games so we're basically by default expecting it to rise again. And you just look at the rest of this team. It's not a high usage bunch, especially in the starting lineup. So Kevin Love, who, you know, back in the day when LeBron James would be out, uh, had that 50 plus fantasy point ceiling. And this is going to be yep. a competitive game environment. So, I mean, he's a guy who, who low key is a pretty good passer for a big man. And he doesn't get a ton of credit for that uh, when you, you talk about him because he's such a double double machine. But remember, he's the he's the king of the outlet pass. And there's just a lot of ways here at 7K that he can get you there, even in a limited time. Uh, I think a few games ago, in like 26 minutes, uh, Kevin Love went for like 50 fantasy points, and against these Knicks, like two weeks ago, he played 16 minutes and missed a double double by one rebound. Uh, Ricky, yeah, uh, Dennis Schroeder, $4,700 in DraftKings, and I've always been a fan of his when when one of these guys are out as well. He's attractive, but I want to ask you. Let's keep it at uh, Madison Square Garden, uh, where the you know the Knicks are gunning for what a three-game win streak uh, right now. Knicks fans are unhappy they lose. Knicks fans are unhappy they win. You know what I mean? It's like they, 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 they can't get happy. But what about Mitchell Robinson tonight? Is it a trap? Is it too public? It's up to sixty-four hundred dollars on DraftKings. Uh, what's your take on Robinson? He's a real conundrum for me tonight. He's definitely a guy I'm taking a shot on in tournaments, and this is going to be a night because there's so many guys similarly projected that I'm going to run multiple lineups. But the the knock on Mitch Robinson always is the foul trouble, right? I mean, because he's six fouls per 36 minutes. I mean, this is a guy that if he plays a full allotment should foul out. But we've seen the last few games, I don't know if it's friendly refing or maybe he's gotten slightly better at not, you know, creating the contact. There's been 11 blocks in his last two games, and this Cleveland team draws fouls at the fourth lowest rate. So it's not a team that has a ton of drivers. Uh, You know, Colin Sexton, kind of a mid-range shooter. Same thing with Jordan Clarkson. So to me, the game environment seems about as safe as it can get. And he says he's going to average six blocks a game. Uh, I don't think he's going to average, you know, one and a half more blocks than Akeem Olajuwon his best season. But he's a guy who's a beastly blocker. And if he can, if he can play, you know, 31, 32 minutes without foul trouble, we see what he can do. So I'm really torn on him. I think he gets there tonight. I'm playing him. Ricky Sanders. Uh, for more detailed analysis, follow him on Twitter. As well as, of course, you got to sign up over at DailyRoto.com, guys. Uh, you know, the key, Ricky just can't come to your house and give you $50,000, all right? You've got to read, read the work. Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> all right, thanks. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
I got to tell you guys, uh, I'm feeling confident, Cam. Like, like you said earlier, positivity. I'm liking this yep. lineup I'm putting together here. I'm liking the lineup. Positive day, buddy. I told you, I went into that Leaf game last night. Like, Oilers score real quick, you know, snowstorm, whatever. I'm like, no, I told Vince, live bet it. Don't worry about it. Boom, five unanswered goals. All the other games came in. Like, just sometimes, Gabe, it's just not the negativity. You keep the positive attitude. Once in a while, uh, you get treated. So let's keep it going, man. We got to get this train on the track. Let's win some dough. Here, Cam's even clapping in the background. All right, so yeah, they're they're, they're positive right now. Yes, feeling it, buddy. They're, they're positive right now in Philadelphia, and why not? No city in 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 sports uh, right now is being as aggressive. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl last year by being extremely aggressive uh, by bringing players in and moves and signing people. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are just like over the top right now. Um, it's all in or bust uh, with the Sixers. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, you know, wanted Machado. They wanted uh, they wanted to get Harper. They wanted to get maybe both of them. They end up with Harper. I tell you what, even the better than Harper. Harper's whatever. Harper's sort of like a shiny object. But real Mudo might be the better move. Like, the Phillies ain't playing around. But uh, let's send it to Philadelphia. Big Man on campus joins us. Uh, big Man, always a pleasure. What's going on, Big Man? I'm sure the, uh, the locals... I'm sure local talk radio is uh, uh, planning. Uh, what's the main street there? Is it bro- Where's the parade? On Broad Street? No, yeah, it's on Broad Street. It's funny, guys. Uh, I heard today. Yeah, I'm I sure they're already booking book. Broad Street. They're booking no, Broad they, Street they, already, I'm sure. They are. It's funny. I heard talk today on the Fanatic. A guy called in and said that over under three and a half championships by 2020. That's the talk <laughs> Get here. Bent. Uh, are you no, kidding me? I'm serious. I'm serious. You know what I would have told him? I would have responded, how many championships, how many playoff games and series did Bryce Harper win in Washington with Scherzer and with Strasburg? Yeah, no, you're you're 100% right. That's that's that, And that's, to me, the big risk here. Plus, I mean, and, and you, I, I tweeted it at Cam. I know you guys are talking about it. Why, why yeah. are you giving someone 13 years with no opt-out? It seems a little... That's little the thing. Me, but... Yeah, I, 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 I think the move they needed to make, I mean, he dis- I will say this about Bryce Harper. There's no park he destroys more than Citizens Bank Park. I mean, he has yeah. some unbelievably gaudy numbers there. And, you know, you, you made the oh, point he's a about Real Muto. Another good signing they made, and I think he's one of the more underrated players in the league, Gene Segura. I, I think he's a terrific oh, yeah. I agree. Well. And they David Robertson, you shore up that bullpen, big man? You know, that guy is clutch. Yeah. Like, I look at Philadelphia, you guys are rolling out Hector Neris and these other guys. Like, that guy stabilizes your bullpen, and that changes things with Nola and the rest of the pitching staff. It's all coming together. To, I would have liked to have seen, and again, this is a move that the Yankees, I would have liked to have seen them make as well. I think both teams still lack a third starter. I mean, I don't know what Jake Arrieta has left for the Phillies. I would have liked to have seen it. You know, Dallas Keuchel, that kind of player, uh, on both teams, He's really. I there. think both of them still, still yeah, still like uh, pitching. But, I mean, the, the Phillies, what do you have Yankees left? pitching's like, okay. James Paxton's good, big man. James Paxton's going to – Very good. Yankee right. fans are going to like you need, Paxton. You need, you need Tanaka to pitch well. Tanaka really hasn't given you a full year in a while. I mean, Sabathia The Yankees, though. Yeah. The Yankees, their, their plan, basically, their starters just need to go five innings. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. True. Like really, like that. No, that's the deal. Yeah. Like that's they spent all the money in the bullpen. You know, Jim Leland was talking about this yesterday. We had him on, and 
you know, just about how he thinks the you know, games are a little too scripted and managed now with this yeah. stuff. Like, he's not anti-analytics, but he's like, you know, Cam, you would have liked him, you know, and he said, he said, uh, what about analytics and how do you feel? Yeah. And he said, no, I like analytics. He goes, you know, you need to know as much information as you can. He goes, you know, I might be old, but I, we still learn things all the time. And then, but he goes, uh, but he goes, I'll tell you what. I sure miss a pitcher that can give me seven and two-third innings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. It was fantastic. Yeah, that that mean, was like, the thing. Remember you said? You were, you were talking actually about the spot starter. I told him. I like, said whatever. the same thing, Kev. Yeah. I said, yeah, I know, Skip. I said, guys go five innings now, and they get parades thrown. And even Leland got a laugh out of that. It's hard to make him laugh, big man. Even Jim Leland was like, yeah, what, five innings. I know. <laughs> and that's, and that's what Roy, like a guy like Roy Halliday, I know you guys know about him up at Toronto. I mean, yep. they, he was the last great workhorse that we saw. And, you know, you, you know I think the, big, the, the most important player, I think, for the Yankees pitching-wise, Jay Happ. I think if Jay Happ can have a good year like he did last year, I think they're yeah, – yeah, yeah. I think they have to – he has to have a good year, I think, for them to be successful. But, yeah, I mean, baseball's – Right around the corner. You should have seen the line outside of uh, the bank today. I heard somebody down there. They were telling me that as the news comes, you start seeing people run up. The tickets are the, the tickets for opening day are, are wild. I mean, you. I think the lowest ticket I saw was like one eighty a ticket. So I mean, it's it, wow. on the secondary markets. I mean, this is this is going to kill people's wilds because down there you could I mean, you could go to a game down there a year or two ago for five ten bucks. You know, for two people. I mean, it, it's. It, it's quite amazing how quickly. Well, I'll tell you what, right now, if anyone has a couple of bucks on their card, uh, my suggestion would be to log on to the Nationals website and book that, that first game back, that first weekend back, whenever it yeah, is. That, yeah, you know, you'll make some money. Be, uh, right, that's funny. I said this this morning. There's so much player movement in sports nowadays that the biggest games of the year all the time are always the return games. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Dwayne Wade's going back there. LeBron's going back there. Um, Kawhi Leonard night. San Antonio was off the hook. DeMar DeRozan tickets are going for 500 Canadian the other night, dude. Yeah. In Toronto for a regular season game. I'm not, not, not just like high end. Like the lowest ticket on the street was $480 Canadian to get in, big man, for a regular season NBA game. Like, it's insane. Yeah, that's, like, uh, that's I, amazing. I mean, I even, can't go. Like, you know, they make it to the finals. Like, what am I going to do? I, you know, I no, guess I can no. go to one You're not game. Maybe I'm, I'm going to pay two thousand dollars. Yeah, like, honestly, funny, I'm going to pay two thousand dollars for a game. It's funny you mention that because uh, I remember a year or two, or well, actually three years ago, back when the Sixers were in tank mode, and I remember I used to get season ticket calls from from the guys down there at the sales office. They used to they would try to their selling point on Sixers season tickets was. You get to see LeBron James when he comes here and, and all these other players. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of some of these places, that's the way they sell tickets. You know, hey, you can come see, you know, LeBron and then the Warriors on January. That's, what the, that's you know? how the Nets sell tickets. That's how the yeah, Nets sell right. right? Nick, exactly. yeah, yeah, sure. Russell Westbrook's yeah. coming, right? Like, well, sure. that's, you know, that's how they, 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 got, they got to do it. But I mean, that's funny because everyone, everyone was negative on baseball, but now it's like everyone's all fired up. You know what I mean? I tweeted it out earlier. The the NL East is going to be a battle. The Phillies are the team to beat. Uh, it's going to be a battle, though. Uh, you can't discount the Nationals, the Braves, etc. Uh, even the Mets, I think, are going to be better than people think. Uh, Cardinals but are going to be really hurt. good with Goldsmith. Yeah, the NL Central is awesome. Yeah. Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs battling. Pirates don't suck. Yeah. Uh, Reds are going to be a good team to bet on this year. They're better than people think. 
Um, the NL West is just a two-team race. That's the that's the Rockies and the Dodgers this year. I think. I think it's a two-team race in the AL East. They will. Yes, to win some bets, to win some bets, yeah. but not to win the division or anything. You know? No, no, no. I will. They're two, three years. They're two years away. I know you're a big Dodger guy. I, I mean, I have two quirks at the end with Major League Baseball. One is about a team. One's about the overall league. But the Dodgers, what what is their issue, and why won't they? I mean, they don't seem to ever go out. I mean, they're they're close. What is the issue? With why they can't go out, and, I don't know why they didn't get one of these two. I mean, that's a ready-made market to, to get one of these guys. I don't understand I, the thought process. With I got to be honest. I was I've been bitching. I said, just give them the damn money. You have the money with Harper. Yeah, and he was and he, he was he, reluctant to sign with Philly. He only you know, I'm not saying yeah, it's insulting yeah. to Philly, but he's from he Vegas. He's a West Coast guy. He yeah, was reluctant. Yeah. He was obviously waiting for a sweet deal somewhere else, and finally he realized, all right, this is what it's going to be. But I same thing. The Dodgers, dude, they sell like fifty three thousand tickets a night. Like they they have the money. Like Magic Johnson's too busy tampering with NBA teams to to you know. But one thing with the Dodgers is they have so many studs and stuff, dude. And don't forget, like uh, Seager's back uh, this year. Bellinger. Like they've got yeah, Bellinger. Like they've got horses and young guys, and they'll they'll strike. They'll 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 jump in at some time in this year when somebody moves somebody. But I was disappointed by that. Hey, you look, you know, the Yankees spent money on pitching. Uh, the Red Sox, look at the big man, the Red Sox and the Cubs, dude. They yeah. both put the word out there: we're not open for business. Like, don't even approach us with this stuff. Yeah. No, and, you know, and the other Sox. thing, I mean, they need the, the major league base needs to one final thing because you said it best, get the game. I mean, the baseball right now is terrific, but you have to fix some of these rules. I mean, the, I, I've, I've talked to you about this for years. This is the only sport on earth where one league has an advantage over the other. It's not fair. It doesn't make sense. Why does one team have a DH and the other league doesn't? It makes no sense. It's got to change. Uh, they're going to they're, they're the change that. That's coming. you, you got to do that. The DH is going to be here in two years. The DH... The DH is going to be in the National League. That could be my, an interesting thing for, for the Phillies, too. My recommendation. Bryce Harper, as he gets older, he can play the DH. Good call. Exactly. Good call. Yeah, but thir- 13 years, bro. I mean, I'll tell you something. Up around in 13 years. <laughs> the Dodgers yeah. offered him, like, probably anything over, I'm thinking, six or seven. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. They had the four year with the 40 million. If they offered him maybe, like, even eight, say they double it, he's a Dodger. They just did. They did so Philly offers yeah. 13. From ten to thirteen, that's the difference, right? It's crazy. Yeah, were, and, but Magic Johnson, he's tweeting out Oscar stuff. Like, Congratulations! Yeah, but he also Thanks, knows Magic. We're not doing a we're not doing a thirteen year deal. Like, yeah, correct? Like, it's, that's yeah, insane. That, like, for sure. Nine nine out of ten GMs would say over my dead body. Like, you know, I'll be yeah. gone. I'll get fired because of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but no, I'm not. I'm not discounting it for now. It's, it's going to be fun. fun though. There's a lot of stuff to hit. All right, so St. John and uh, St. John's and Xavier just got going on here. Uh, we'll jump in at six thirty start. We already talked about that, but it's just starting off. You, you had any take on that big man with uh, St. John? Yeah, and, I, uh, I think St. John's will Xavier. win in Queens, but I, I think I think it's a tough spot. I mean, you lose uh, Heron not playing tonight. They don't have much depth as it is. This is going to hurt tonight. They're going to have to battle it out. They're going to have to find a way to figure it out because this is not making distance St. John. All right, we'll take you a quick break. That and those up. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Shout out to everybody out there in the Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Woo! Beaver Dam! Yeah. Beaver's Richland Center. Game. Sturgeon Bay. Wisconsin Rapids. WFHR. <laughs> we got to talk more Badgers. I actually like the Badgers. You're damn right. Tournaments around the corner. You know, they don't look great, the Badgers, in Big Ten play, big man, but... They're the type of team in a tournament that are a bitch to play, and they got a bunch of veteran dudes on their team. I think they're going to be a tough out in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they just need to make sure they don't face a team that can really bully you because Ethan Happ really struggles with tough physical teams. Minnesota gave him trouble this year. He doesn't want to bully. He's very finessey around the rim. He wants to grab rebounds and just lay things up. Uh, He he needs to hope that he – you know, he plays a team that can beat you up (laughs) down low. It'll be – It'll be a long night for them. All right, so let's let's jump into tonight. Uh, looking at the college uh, basketball board uh, here this evening, um, things weren't jumping off the page at me tonight, big man. To be honest, like uh, looking at the game, I don't know. UCLA sort of intrigued me, but it's up to four uh, right now. I'm sort of playing recreational. Like it's a tough time of the year, and you can you can attest to this and tell people, but. You know, you got conference tournaments around the corner. There's upsets, but then there's blowouts. It's just a strange time of the year in the NBA. You know, it's like one night in the NBA, it's 10 and 1 to favorites. The next night, it's, you know, 6 and 2 the dogs. One night, everything goes under, it goes over. Sort of all over the place. Last few nights, I've looked at the college board. Stuff's not really jumping off the screen at me, big man. Yeah, and by the way, shout out to uh, all the people in Wisconsin, Platteville, stand up. Uh, Bo Ryan was a coach there for many years, one of my favorite coaches ever. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It's a it's mid-major night. Uh, I think a good spot, guys, is Old Dominion against uh, Texas-San Antonio. I don't know if you guys remember, about three weeks ago these teams played. Old Dominion was up 17 with four to go and lost the game. Uh, UTSA, uh, three-pointer at the 15-second spot to win the game. This is a big-time revenge spot for Old Dominion. They really have to have this game. As we know, the season's getting shorter and shorter. Three games left. They're in first place. This is a good spot for them. They're the better team. They're a better rebounding team. They should have a lot of opportunities for open threes from dribble drives. This uh, UTSA team really lacks inside. I like Old Dominion. I think they get some revenge tonight against uh, this Roadrunner team that they dominated, frankly. They just lose one of those nights for UTSA. Another one... I don't think this would be quite surprising to you guys. I want to just lay it with Gonzaga. I mean, this team is the best scoring margin team in the country over the last 20 years. They have absolutely dominated this conference. And Pacific is bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, right. And it shows. I mean, David Stoudemire is a great player. 22 points, but but you're right. You know, I look, big man, I look, I always look and try to talk myself into it. Cam knows. Where I'm like, all right, can I take the 26 with this team against Gonzaga? You know what I mean? Like, I'll yeah. try to, you really I'll try want to, to sort of pick my spots. 
Yeah. No, not with Pacific. Rough. Like I did it with, uh, yeah. I did it with uh, Loyola Marymount, and it was pretty smooth sailing. Sure. We got twenty four. Sure. They sure. lost by twelve. The Toreros hung around with them within a number, but I looked at it here tonight. This could get away from Pacific. This one, like big time. Gonzaga probably wins by twenty six. I mean, Pacific had thirty six points in the last game they played. I mean, it's it's rough. Another guy, guy, game, guys. Two games um, with injury issues. You want to look out for. Uh, Texas State and Troy. Texas State's the best team in the Sun Belt. They have the best defense. They're playing hey, nice. Troy. Troy's a fate for me right now. Without Jordan Varnardo, they've lost seven of eight. He's their best player. Um, without him, they're just horrendous. They're a good spot. Uh, Weber State as well. Their best player, 22 points a game. Jarek Harding, he's out tonight. That's a big loss. Northern Colorado playing good basketball right now. Jeff Linder's team looking like a good team out there that can dethrone Montana. You got to you got to realize there's a lot of knocks nowadays. A lot of guys getting injured. A lot of people not going to be around. I think Minnesota has to get the job done tonight. I think if they lose tonight, you can kiss the tournament goodbye for Richard Pitino. In fact, I think you could probably kiss the job goodbye if you're Richard Pitino. Uh, this team must win tonight. They really can't afford another loss. Northwestern's as bad as it gets in the Big Ten. It's been a long year for Chris Collins. If you're Minnesota, you really can't afford a loss. But again, Gabe, Cam, you guys know. If you're on the bubble and you're a Big Ten team, try not very good. There's a reason you're on the bubble. Yep. Uh, they, they, this is a must-win tonight for the Gophers. i got to ask you, big man, right, Gabe. Before... You know I like the horizon. Uh, just quickly, big man, Wright State, uh, they've been good to me against Wisconsin uh, Green course, Bay. Like, do I, do I, 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 know I have to ask, to ask them, what do you think team? about this game? Love Wright State. Love, love, love the Raiders. What do you think, big man? Wisconsin yeah. Green Bay getting three and a half. Wright State. Yeah, Wright State actually leading this conference right now. They've been on fire. And that, and if you've been betting them, which you said you have, you've been killing it. You're cleaning up. Green Bay, a bad team. I hate to shout out all those uh, people in Green Bay. They can't defend. But the problem I have at Wright State, and, and why I don't ultimately think they'll win this conference, they don't defend at a high level either. But, Cam, I will talk you off Wright State. They're the best team in this conference right now. They're winning. I don't like to step in front of streaks. I'll gladly lose a unit and say to myself, well, I took the better team here. Green Bay's not good. As long as you can tie down uh, um, Loud and Love, or if you could tie down Sandy Cohen and get Loud and Love the ball, you'll win. And they've done that. I would take Wright State. I also like Northern Kentucky a little bit tonight against Oh, Milwaukee. yeah. My buddy likes and that Milwaukee. game, too. He's he's good capper. He likes Northern uh, Kentucky tonight. Yeah, Milwaukee. Is a All good, right. Good uh, call. Milwaukee stinks. They've lost nine in a row and five by double digits. They stink. All right, big man. So before we get you out of here, we've got to get to our DFS and our picks, and all this oh, yeah, show's just call. falling by. Two two West Coast late-night games. Um, all I've heard all year about how the Pac-12 sucks, and I know it's not what it was, but and about how only one team's going to make it. Listen, Washington's getting in, and I'll ask Arizona you, State. what about Arizona State, big man? Yeah, like Arizona yeah, State, I, I mean, they played themselves in. Big game tonight, though. What do you think? Do you like them? They sort of need this game. Like, they're kind of on the bubble, bro, but it seems like they – they're gonna. They could get in, but they kind of got to win the game tonight, don't they? Yeah, I have them in, but I, I, I think they're, they're on. You know, they're getting closer to the bubble as the, the season gets closer. You know what, big man? They might be the team. Like yeah. they could be playing in Dayton type thing. They'll probably get in, but they'll be in Dayton sure. or something. You know? Yeah. No, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if they do do that, and then they make a run and go to the Elite Eight. That, that's exactly that, that's kind of what <laughs> these random conferences do. Oregon, to me, is the most disappointing team in the country. I, I thought this team could go to the Elite Eight, but you lose a guy like Bo Bo. I mean, this is a team that lost to Texas Southern in the non-conference. Oregon's just completely 
all over the place. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I'm always interested in picking teams that need the game. Going to the tournament is alluring. Yeah, you want to do it as a player. And I think Arizona State's a way better team. They're better offensively. They're better defensively. They own the number one two-point defense in the uh, uh, Pac-12. That's that's a thing to, to really marvel about with Washington out there. So, yeah, I, I would I would go Arizona State. Oregon has been a huge disappointment. And last one, uh, one of my favorite conferences. Love this stuff. Like, it's, you know, we always talk about moving places, Cam. This is another sort of mini dream of mine that I had. Remember years ago, when I, before, when I moved to Vegas, actually, I had the choice. I could have moved to, uh, what the hell town was it? Uh, Coronado? What the hell? It was outside L.A. Map TV had studios out there. Yeah, nice. Coronado, that's it. So, yeah, by, right by UC Riverside. So it was basically a Fender Guitar Factories out there. <laughs> you know, I lived in L.A., and... I just I like this conference, guys, because the gyms are like it's high fun. school gyms. Like I know, like, I remember like good to us being in LA, so and I drove past. I was in a car with someone. I was with T Bone, and we drove past, and I look up, and I'm like, "Dear God!" I was like, "That's," I was like, "That's Cal Poly." That's what I've been betting on. You know, it looked like a high school big man. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know. I didn't see the campus before. I'm like, "Oh my God!" It's like a high school. Like, and I was like, "Man, what a life." Just hang out in L.A., smoke weed all day, and you know, go watch these low-tier West <laughs> these cocaine. Cal Poly slow. Spend money on them. Yeah, Cal Poly, the Irvines. I love that stuff. I love that conference tournament in Anaheim, big man, at the end, you know? The Anteaters. So I bring it up. Uh, tonight, you got Irvine. Man, they're 9-1 in their last 10 games, 23-5 and five on the season. Uh, taking on uh, UC Davis, uh, Aggies uh, here. Gen- is it a trap laying four, four and a half tonight with, uh, with the Anteaters? I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, UC Irvine's playing really well. They won nine straight games. Uh, this will be an ugly game to watch. Irvine is really good oh, on yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I would play this, I, I wouldn't be like Cam said with uh, Wright State. I wouldn't look to bet against Irvine. Davis is a hard team to watch. They just don't really do too much to really wag it. Irvine can defend. They're the best defense in this conference. I'd actually look to Bar- Santa Barbara, Long Beach. That line, I don't understand. Long Beach isn't eight points worse than Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, for whatever reason, has not gotten any respect with uh, – people don't believe in this team. Betters haven't believed in them, and they really haven't done that well. I like Long Beach. I think Dan Munson is up for this one. It's kind of a rivalry in that same area. Uh, you talk about a cool court. Long Beach has a pretty cool court. I, I think Long Beach, a plus seven and a half, plus eight. I don't see eight points different between these two. I'd lean Irvine, and I'd lean uh, Long Beach. Yeah, the pyramid, pyramid nice. out there in uh, whale uh, whale capper country. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, you can uh, get get all the big man on campus's picks. Follow him on uh, Twitter uh, to get uh, to get on the list at Jeff Nadu, N A D U. Jeff Nadu on uh, Twitter. Uh, good stuff, uh, big man. Look forward to uh, talking more basketball with you as uh, the conference hey, tournaments Gabe. are rapidly approaching. Hey Gabe, uh, real yes, quick, sir. I wanted to let you know. I'm sure I'll see you in Atlantic City. That's uh, my my city down there. I'll be there in March. I'm sure I'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working. Uh, we're figuring out the details uh, right now. I'm going to get in there uh, probably Friday afternoon. I won't be able. I'm not cool. going to be there on a Thursday, but I'll roll into Friday afternoon. So sort of like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we got a bunch of dudes coming down, and I'm just figuring out like sort of show stuff now. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. Uh, 
My, I've never been to Atlantic City before, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you'll love it. It's, it's the, 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 one of the great cities in America. <laughs> I mean that. It, it, no, it is really a gem, guys. I'm serious. Cam, you got to find your way there, man. It's, it, it's not you know the problem place. is, big man? You know. no, know the problem is? Yeah. It's easy for Gabe in New York. He's so, a bus there. Like, when we fly in, we fly into Philadelphia, then we got to take a train. Like, I talked to my girlfriend. Yeah, one of her is, favorite spots in the world. Yeah. It's hard to get there direct. That's the problem. I got to deal yeah. with, like, the. It's a nightmare. If they could they find a way to make airport? me a direct, I'll be there. They do have an airport, but it's not necessarily in Atlantic City, but. They only get spirit flights, so it's you gotta fly spirit. But just uh, listen, get the cheap flight to New York. Take the train with me. You. Um, listen, all right, yeah. we gotta get going. We gotta <laughs> get. Uh, we gotta get to the picks in the DFS here. Thanks, guys. Thanks, big man. Have a good one, big man. Okay. See you, buddy. See you guys. So yeah, my thanks. Thanks. My NBA team. It's a damn good one. Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder. So I got uh, basically Oklahoma City here against Philadelphia. Westbrook and Schroeder. JJ Redick um, of the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we're going with Bam again. Bam Adebayo. I can't even say it for some reason. It's like mental. Yeah, Bam. I on it every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. No, it, it's, you try. Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Yeah, Adebayo. It's not even hard, it. it's not yeah. even hard Bam. to say. Adebayo. Yeah, but it's, just, it's one of those things. That you just, yeah, bam. It's, <laughs> we all do it, buddy. Yeah, Bam Adebayo. 4000 bucks. Yeah, good price. Adebayo. Yeah, Adebayo. Rudy Gobert. Corey Joseph, Kevin Love, Clay Thompson. So Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder, J.J. Redick, uh, Adebayo, uh, Gobert, Joseph, Kevin Love, Clay Thompson. Um, man, not a good start for St. John's, Cam. Like, what's the what's the current score here? Yeah, I hope it's not uh, too bad. What is it? What is it? It is uh, 22-13. Well, I'm not worried yet. I'm not worried yet. Nine points. To us, uh, it was 13-5. 14. Yeah. Everything will be okay. Like Slow start. I don't like, yeah, that's the like thing. Like Penn start. State yesterday, we're up 20 early, and they just rolled them. Like, we need yeah. St. John's to stick under 10, and then they can make their little comeback. I got a hockey lineup uh, game. I'm going to play. All right. Let me just yeah, 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 bets here yep. and get to the hockey For line. sure. UCLA. I, I have a St. John's Michigan Moneyline parlay, but uh, you already know about that. That game started. Late night parlay. Give me UCLA. Uh, UCLA and uh, San Francisco Don's uh, money line parlay. UCLA, San Francisco Don uh, money line parlay, plus 114. NBA basketball, God, I'm doing this, but give me the New York Knicks on the money line, minus 130. Give me the Pacers, minus three. And give me a Houston Rocket, Denver Nugget money line parlay, minus 154. And, man, we didn't even get into the John Tavares too much stuff today, but give me the New York yep. Islanders, minus 120. What's your hockey lineup in your plays today? It's funny you mentioned that game. John Tavares, one of my centers, but Islander heavy. I did two lineups. This one's Islander focused. John Tavares is my center at $6,900. I like the fanfare. He'll do do well. Going to see a lot of penalties this game. We'll t- take the over, but I'll mention that in a bit. But here's the Islander stack that's very cheap. Brock Nelson at center, $5,100 is a great price. Then we go along with Anders Lee. The thing about the Islanders, they're very balanced, but they don't get respect because a lot of guys don't go off, but they're just very consistent. Yeah, $5,200. Yeah. Got to do Kucherov from Tampa Bay. He's a must play at $7,900. 
4,100. And Jordan Eberly of the Islanders for my three-burger patty stack at 4,100. Defense, I'm going to go with Jake Muzzin of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Dermott's out for four weeks. Muzzin, more ice time, $4,700. Cody Cece, cheap for the Senators at 43. I'm going to write Mr. Anderson is my goaltender tonight for Ottawa, who I, uh, Edmonton, I don't care if they're favored. Uh, Ottawa might win that game. And Marcus Johansson of the Leafs, $100. You're changed, Morency. That's one of my lineups with Islanders adding Tavares in the center position. Bets from me tonight. I'm going with the New York Islanders, too, to beat the Leafs. I hate to do it, but it's a good spot for them. I also like uh, the Dallas Stars tonight, Get it, only laying 125 in L.A. I think they'll get it done on the road. They play better on the road than at home. Arizona in regulation. For Vancouver's got a third-string goaltender going tonight, and the Coyotes are hot. I'm going to take them to win in regulation, only laying 10 cents. And Gabe, due to penalties and the John what Tavares hate, lots of power. Yes? Are you betting? Are you betting on or against the third string goalie? I'm betting against him. I'm taking I'm taking Arizona against Vancouver tonight. And remember last time? I'm, I'm, don't worry about it. Not a second string or third string. Arizona. They're going to take care of business tonight in regulation. Also, Gabe, lots of penalties. Islanders and so Toronto. The totals to five and a half. Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver starting a third stringer tonight. Correct. And if Vancouver wins tonight, you can yes. scold me on the show tomorrow. I'm on Arizona. No, no, I just Arizona to win. I just wanted to make sure. I just I just wanted to clarify. So when I play some late night action, I know to take <laughs> jump on. Yeah, jump yeah. On you know who is? You know who it is? Thatcher Demko. His name is Thatcher Demko. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Uh, I will. I don't we'll like see. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't like. Hey, better better get Demko. Whoa, whoa. Anyway, I'm going with the over in the Leafs Islanders game too. It's five and a half, Morency. There's going to be penalties and hate going on. Lots of power. Play tonight. We can get to six. NCAA, I'm going the other way. I like the USC Trojans tonight, plus four, and I'm going to lay it, lay four with the Oregon State Beavers, leaning to Wright State, Orlando plus the four and a half at basketball. They'll win when we don't need them, but I'll just take the points tonight. What do you got, Gabe? You got, actually, all give right, me so your picks. Again, we're all good. UC, UCLA, UCLA, San Francisco, Moneyline Parlay, plus 114. New York Knicks beat the Cavs tonight, minus 130. Pacers beat the T-Wolves, minus three points. Rockets, Nuggets, Moneyline, Parlay, New York Islanders beat the Maple Leafs.